0: Welcome to the Story Night Podcast, a place where we share hearts, our hurts, and how God's wonder intersects with the story of our lives. A ministry of Calvary Mac. Here's our host, Jessica Campbell. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the Story Night Podcast. This episode is a unique and special one for a couple of reasons. We are going to be talking actually about mentorship and not just one woman's story in particular. In addition, I have not one guest, not two, not three, but four ladies here with me for tonight's episode. And one of them you may recognize if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and remember back to episode 25, you heard... Pat Tippin's Story, and she is here with us as kind of our our leading lady of the mentoring ministry that we have at Calvary Mac. I do want to say that if you are listening from another area, another state, or even another country, if you are just nowhere near the McMinnville, Oregon area, please don't turn this episode off. There are still so many wonderful, valuable lessons and discussions to have. And And hopefully there is a mentorship program in your area, but if not, and that's something on your heart that you want to help start or just pray over, I know that Pat would be more than happy to hear from you and and chat with you about that, again, no matter where you're listening from. So with that, ladies, Anna, Karen, Lila, Pat, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode of the Story Night Podcast. And I'm going to start with Pat. And I wanted to ask, why did you take on this project? Why is mentoring important? What What are you doing, really? What are you doing and why? <laughs>
1: Well, I guess it started about two and a half years ago. We had an influx of families in the church. And this is so not likely, but I started to look around and I saw women with their little ones coming into Sunday school and they looked tired and they looked worn. And I saw single moms coming into the church and I saw that same, that same look. And I know that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me about these women. At that same time, I was leading a Bible study group, and you know, as the ladies would share in the Bible study group different things, I could see their struggles and some of their struggles with their walk with the Lord and some of the struggles relating to other people in their life. And I just began to have a yearning on my heart to come alongside these women. And at that time, I had no idea what it meant to mentor, had no idea and so the lord started just working with me and as i began to research it it kind of blossomed from
0: there so at this point what are you doing with the mentoring program what is it what does it look like if somebody was just saying what what does that even mean to have a, i mean a lot of us know the word mentor right but There's different definitions of that. Maybe people have different ideas of what that looks like. Maybe that maybe they've had a bad experience in the past with somebody that was a quote unquote mentor. What does that relationship look like?
1: Well, for me, that relationship, it's all about loving these women. It's all about coming alongside them and praying with them, and bringing them back to the Word of God. And in the beginning, I tried an approach of just a generic, let's, you know, we'll do this whole program with everybody, but then the Lord spoke to my heart, well, this one might need to know about my son, so-and-so, John, or David. And so I started to kind of Pray about, you know, what the Lord would have me do with each of the ladies. And that's what I've been doing. I originally started with just a basic program that was working well for a mega church. And then he kind of funneled that down to, you know, each individual woman in my life. And that's that's where we've gone with it.
0: And And for anybody listening who may not be super familiar with those that you just referenced, you're talking about John and David as in those who are their stories are in the Bible. And that you're exactly. using that as. Absolutely, as a... yeah. So speaking of stories, this is the Story Night podcast. It's not necessarily the mentoring podcast, but they, in my opinion, are very interwoven. I, I really want to kind of press on that point and, and then maybe hear a little bit from, from our other guests here of what do our stories have to do with a mentoring relationship? Is there any connection whatsoever? And, and what's the value in that connection? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: We all think that we're out there alone in whatever we're going through, and we're not. And when we finally open up in a mentoring relationship and we realize, oh, my gosh, she's going through this, too. Every lady that I have mentored that I've talked to is either on the road that I just came from or that I came from 20 years ago. Are we just flow back and forth in each other's lives with our situations? That's what makes us different from men. We need need one another. We need to be able to say, Hey, I'm hurting here. Pray with me. I'm hurting here. Bring me back to show me
0: in God's word where we can, you know, talk about this, where I can be healed. I just kind of want to add to that because. I think for many of us, if you haven't experienced it already, hopefully you will soon in your life, that there's some purpose in our suffering when we can take that and pour it into the life of another. And suddenly some of the hardships we've been through and the scars that we have, have a a meaning there. There's something that we can do with that to help somebody, you know, and it doesn't have to be somebody who's, X amount of years younger. um, I I think sometimes we get stuck in our head that a mentoring relationship has to look, the mentor has to look this certain way and the mentee has to look this certain way and they have to be in these life stages or these ages or have this much experience. And that's maybe not necessarily. No, age has absolutely
1: nothing to do with it. it. Maturity in Christ has something, something to do with it because maturity in Christ is, Yeah, I'll pour myself out for this person because they need this, but age has nothing to do with it. I've had mentees that were 16 years old, and I've had a mentee that's five, six years older than I am. We won't discuss my age, but um, (laughs) but yeah, age has nothing to do with it. It's it's more a desire and a love for other women and, and what we can bring into their lives and you know, I've often said to my mentees, "There is nothing in God's economy that is wasted." Mm-hmm. The life that I lived before Christ has ministered to women, mm-hmm. and that makes me so grateful that I went through
0: that life before Christ. Well, you, we, we did mention age, uh, so just, just for fun, let me turn to our youngest guest here. <laughs> I think actually the youngest who's ever even been on this podcast at all. Um, so Lila, welcome. And I wanted to just give you the floor for a moment and share who you are and why you signed up for this. Um, because I do think a lot of girls maybe your age aren't thinking that this is necessary or valuable or I don't know, maybe maybe not be thinking that this is for them.
2: Yeah, so I would just like to say I've grown up in a Christian household. I've maybe considered myself a Christian my whole life, which is not maybe that long to some because I'm only 18. (laughs) But I think just having a program like this is just like, there's so many benefits from it because you might think that you're okay where you're at, but we might come to realize like how much we truly need the Lord throughout our situations. Mm -hmm. I just think this is such an awesome program because we are like given this opportunity to just grow closer with the Lord and have someone to help us through that. When I started this program last year, which was at the beginning of COVID, it was just like really such an awesome time to grow closer with the Lord because I had the opportunity. It's really awesome to be able to have an opportunity to grow closer with the Lord and to have somebody help you walk through it, um, to have someone pray with you and just help you through that and help you see how God is working through your situation. It's just really cool.
0: You know, you mentioned that you started this really at the beginning of, of COVID and we are recording this in August of 2021. And and I don't know what... Time you're listening to this particular episode, but at this time, COVID has definitely had a huge impact on relationships. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I thought was so neat, and I lo- would love to know kind of how you felt about it. When you walked in this afternoon to record this, you got to meet your mentor face to face for the first time, Yeah, which is, which is pretty incredible. And yet you went through how long of a mentoring relationship with our amazing Pat before actually having this moment?
2: I'm not sure like how
0: long it exactly was. But I'm thinking it was about four or five months. Four or five yeah. months. And you managed to develop this relationship without being in the same room with each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and of course, we, we prefer to be in the same room with each other. We're women, we want to be together. But if that's not the case, if, you know, we just don't have that opportunity for whatever reason, whether it's just, geography or or COVID, or anything else you can still have that and it seems like it was very effective (laughs) and that it was a relationship that that blossomed even though you weren't in the same room with each other did you do this all over the phone yeah all
2: over the phone the entire time and it's surprising how much of a connection you can have just over the phone and like how powerful those conversations can be and just how much you could grow closer to the Lord during that time.
0: I love that because, and, and, and not to stereotype, but I know that a lot of teenagers, the bulk of their communication is over text or whatever app or social media is the latest, you know, and most popular at the moment. And, and picking up the phone and having a phone conversation is, is a little less common, let's say than it used to be. And, and may, may even feel a little uncomfortable at first. Was it at all strange or new or awkward for you at the beginning when you first entered into this relationship?
2: I would say maybe a little bit because like near the beginning, Pat reached out to me and she just like mentioned the mentoring program because I had heard about it. And then she's like, let's set up this time. And I was like, oh, OK, we're just kind of jumping into it. But <laughs> After a while like I realized like how sweet she is and it was just really awesome because at first maybe you don't know who you're talking to, but then you really get to know the person you're
0: talking to and form a really cool relationship. Our listeners can't see you, Pat, but you're you're definitely <laughs> reacting over here. Just a couple of tears.
1: These women will be a part of my heart for the rest of the Precious, is so great. Now I'm kind of gonna cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're doing this on audio, and not video, right?
1: <laughs> you know, when you study women of the Bible and you see how difficult it was for them during biblical times, and how how we can come together here and share these, you know, this love for one another. It just, it's just, there's, it's so sweet. It's so sweet, and it hits a tender part in my heart. Sorry,
0: I didn't mean to get
1: everybody misty. Oh,
0: that's why, that's why we love you, and that's why this work that you're doing is so precious, and it is it is so meaningful, and it's so valuable. And I'm, I'm going to turn over to, to sweet Anna over here, who also has a little bit of a mist in her eyes. And not to totally put you on the spot, but... Where do those emotions come from? Why does this conversation tear you up a bit? This half This is just really special
3: to me. I was not raised in the church, and I didn't come to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior until I was thirty-three, and I have endured a lot of, a lot of addiction and a lot of domestic violence and been involved in the occult and. Um, Two cults <laughs> and um, a, a lot of sin in my life. I feel a lot of unworth in the church and I'm very alone in Bible studies. I, I stopped going because I feel like there's no real fellowship and the intimacy is missing. I'm always the one with all the problems. Mm-hmm. I, I I even come to church, I just felt I'm very alone. And isolated, I wanted to be disciples. I love God. I love Jesus. I, I and I just hungry for that. And Pat, is, I signed up for the mentorship, and the way she's grown me and helped me believe that I am saved. I am loved. I'm a daughter of King. It's just.
0: I think some of the things you just said hit home with so many women listening. There are so many who walk into a church body and feel like they, they don't fit and that they don't know anybody and that they're alone and they sit in the back maybe, or they, Look at everyone else and 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 get an incorrect picture that every other woman has this certain quote unquote, perfect Christian life and this quote unquote, perfect Christian past. And that's just not true. I, I mean, we all have a different story, and our stories are very similar in some ways and very different in others. And the value of having that deep, intimate relationship with with one person, can change everything in terms of then your relationship with others and, and getting from one-on-one time to a small group time to a large group time. And and all of those have value in in different ways and we have different seasons in our lives. But I, I just appreciate that vulnerability because you are not alone in your story and what happened in the relationship between you and Pat is just, it's beautiful.
3: It is
1: beautiful. It really is, and like I said, age has nothing to do with it. You know, I'm nearly seventy years old. Here's a little Lila, 16, 17. I was mentoring her. Anna, we won't mention your age, honey, but
0: she's she's much, <laughs> she much, looks yeah, twenty-one.
1: <laughs> she's much younger than I am. The connection that the Holy Spirit brings it doesn't have anything to do with age, and it's eternal. It's mm-hmm. eternal. It's precious.
0: Well, Karen, I'm curious. What prompted you to get connected to to sign up? Was this something that you were really excited about, and the first time you heard it, it's like, yes, 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 sign me up? Or was it more? I don't know. Kind of hesitating and sort of what was your what was your path to Pat? I believe (laughs) I was the first person who signed up. There was an opportunity to
3: learn more. I'm a new Christian. Three years next month. Okay. Since I'm also a newlywed, okay. and so I wanted some guidance, and I've never, you know, had a Christian husband before. This is all new territory, even at my age.
0: <laughs> so that was why I signed up. So we've we've been able to hear a little bit of the why and a little bit of the value, I, if, and I do think there are probably a lot of women listening who agree. A mentoring relationship sounds really nice. Sounds like it'd be really valuable. It sounds really special, but they they're still unsure of what does that actually look like. Am I supposed to just go walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, mentor me," or walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, I'd like to mentor you"? What happens if if I actually click on this thing and sign up? And I I do want Pat, you to talk about that, but I actually kind of want to hear first from the ladies who have been mentored. How would you describe it in terms of more of the logistics of What did you actually do? What did you read? How much time was there involved? Sort of, that piece of it.
3: The great thing about Pat is, she let me go on my own schedule. So, one of the books we first started with, we're supposed to read every day. and do one section, well, we split that out over weeks. And then we decided that book wasn't working real well, so we moved to another one that was great. And we got through that one a little bit. the time commitment is what you want to put into it,
0: basically. I mean, if you can get through six chapters in a week, I'm sure that would work too. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. Definitely not.
3: Well, Pat and I make time to talk at least once a week. She's always available for, you know, text or call if I need to during the week if I have an issue or any prayer, um, which is always Wonderful to know that I have that available. We are studying David, the life of David, and we've been working on that close to a year. I think we've been close to a year. Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 let me just insert something here. Just because we have chosen who we're going to study or what we're going to study, that doesn't mean that that's what our time is about. Mm -hmm. Anna has gone through some crisis recently, and so we've spent a lot of time just talking together and and letting her share with me what she's feeling, what she's going through. That's all part of the mentoring process, too. You know, we want to be prayerful. We want to be in the Word of God. It's so important to hear one another. To hear one another's hurts and fears and, and all of those things. So, you know,
0: that's the beauty. And, and for anybody listening who has ever been a parent, a teacher, a coach, you know, any one of those things where you realize there is not a one size fits all and you're adjusting to the season of life somebody's in that you're, if you're pouring into that person's life, it's not, you're not taking the class. It's not, this homework is due on this day and we follow this exact, exact regimen to get to a goal. It's a relationship and relationships, are, are they're fluid and they're and they're beautiful and they have all these different dynamics to them and and a wonderful mentor sees that and really lets God guide her as the mentor. Just curious, Lila, for you, what it was like, uh, just the the process, and then I would like to hear a little bit more about the women who might be thinking about being mentors themselves.
2: Yeah. So when I started, um, Pat found a study that I felt like really worked well. It was a armor of God study, Mm -hmm. which is based in Ephesians. And I felt that was just something that was really good. And I mean, it could have been good for anybody, but I feel like, especially for my age, it was good because it's really good to be prepared about like, the ways of the world and like how the enemy can really twist these things. And just having these things that can help strengthen your faith and these tools that are so important to know about. And she would go through the study with me. Sometimes we would go over like one week of what you could say like the material was, but like over a longer period of time. So that way we really had a chance to connect with this, like, Area of material and the passages that came with it, which was really special. And I just like that she was there to be able to pray with, or if I had anything I wanted to talk about, it was just really special. And I really liked having
0: that. Pat, you clearly are doing an amazing job. And these are just a few of the ladies that you have sort of had under your wing and that you've prayed over and poured into. And, uh, you know, to to be real honest, there's no way you can take on every woman. I've
1: tried <laughs> <laughs> you no know, I do have a couple of I have a couple of other ladies who have become mentors and they have a couple of ladies that they're mentoring and it's you know if you allow the Lord to direct your life, he does such a beautiful job because the ladies that are mentoring the girls that are under them are, it, it was just a perfect fit. And if you trust the Holy Spirit to, to create that fit, then it works, it works beautifully. And, you know, you talked about mentees becoming mentors. <laughs> it happens so naturally. Just over the last month, I have seen a couple of gals that I've been mentoring, mentoring someone. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we want. The goal is for mentees to become mentors. And I've seen that happen over the last couple of months. I've just, I've watched a couple of my mentees become mentors and they don't even
0: realize it. It's just like such a natural progression of things. So if. And we've talked a little bit about ladies who are listening that might live far away and that they can still reach out and definitely learn more about mentorship and and what is a tightest to relationship look like. And we'll have you touch on that and that they can absolutely get some support from you as well, maybe to start something in their area. But for for this moment, I'd love for you to speak specifically to ladies who are within the McMinnville area that maybe they live here within driving distance and they are thinking about maybe getting involved, what what would they do? And especially for those who might want to be a mentor, what do you, what's your process for them?
1: Uh, well, the process would be that they would go through the church website, go through ladies ministries and contact you, and then you would contact me. And then there's a training and an information seminar that I'll be holding in the, in the near future. I'm, I'm looking at September 18th for that and so if that's something that you're considering, you know, I would love for you to just show up just for the information. Even if it's something you might carry back to your home church, if Calvary Mac is not your home church.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: This is not a Calvary Mac program. This program belongs to the Holy Spirit and so we want it to grow, you know? So yeah, that's the process. You go through ladies ministries here
0: at Calvary Mac.
1: I'll be contacted
0: and we can set up time for you to be there. I love that you said that it's not just this Calvary Mac thing. This is the Lord's ministry and it's a Titus 2 ministry. And for somebody who hears Titus 2 and has absolutely no idea what that means, I'm curious if any of you want to explain (laughs) what do we mean when we say a Titus 2 relationship? Uh, Well, Titus 2
1: speaks about women mentoring women. So Titus 2, 3 through 5 says, Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to too much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. So that's... That's what my mentoring ministry is based on, is Titus 2. That we're, and, and like I said before, age has nothing to do with it. The older women are, are mature Christian women who can come alongside a new believer or someone who is struggling with something in their life. So it's not just, gee, this sounds like fun, but we're actually commanded to do this. We're actually mm-hmm. commanded to do it. Just so you ladies know that you're commanded to do this. Okay, so when, I'm kidding, but that but that's what it's based on. It's ties to
0: three through five, older women leading the younger women. I'm glad that you pointed out that we are commanded to do that, and it's a good command. Yeah, it really, really is. And I I know I'm not the only one who has heard women who maybe are retired or it just you know at a different season of their life feel like they don't have a place or a purpose within a church body. And and I know that, Pat, you feel that that is absolutely not the case. Not at
1: all. There
0: is a place.
1: Even if it's it's just to reach out in a a Bible study group to women, there is a place. You've studied the Word of God all your life. You know what he says. You know his love. You know what the Holy Spirit can do for these women. Lead them in the way that they should go. It is a good command, and it hasn't been. There have been times I've been involved in ministry and I'm just worn out because I know I'm doing it under my own steam. This has not been like that not for 30 seconds. It has revitalized my life. It has I'm so thrilled to spend time with these ladies. I can't say enough about how wonderful the ministry has been. And I just keep praying that it's going to grow, it's going to grow, and I'm already seeing that happen.
0: Well, I think from the looks on the ladies' faces here, that I know my listeners can't see that they that they agree with you, that this was a very beautiful and valuable relationship and program. and It has a lot, a lot of worth. And, I'm, and ladies, would you recommend other ladies to participate? <laughs>
3: 100%. Absolutely.
0: Don't hesitate any longer. I waited way too long. So for anybody listening who is thinking of being a mentor, there is some training there. You have Pat's full support. Uh, And certainly, you know, to, to be a mentor, there are some, I don't know, requirements perhaps. Or, you know, there's just there's some maturity there. There's some training that goes into that. On the flip side, if you are listening and you're thinking, I really would like somebody to to mentor me, to sort of have that sort of spiritual big sister or mom figure in, in my life, there are no requirements for that. You do not have to know a certain number of Bible verses or attend church a certain number of Sundays per year. You don't have to have a certain background. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to be married or single, or there's no there's no list it's a it's a come as you are
1: absolutely the only requirement is your desire to to be led
0: well ladies this this is the story night podcast so I just have to say again that your stories have value and we've said before that God doesn't call every woman to share her story on a stage to hundreds of women but I do believe he calls every woman to share her story in some way because he's written your story and he doesn't write, your story for it to be hidden and kept away from everybody. And maybe that story is just to be shared to one other person. And it's just in in that, in that one-on-one mentoring relationship. So it is our prayer that if you're listening to this, that you are prayerfully considering being a part of a relationship like this in one way or another, or at least getting a little more information So, Pat, I would love to ask for you to close us in prayer, to pray over all of the women listening, and to pray over those mentoring relationships, whether, whether they're happening right now or they will in the future. Heavenly
1: Father, there are ears out there that are hearing, Father, and maybe their heart is hesitating. Would you just move them from that place, Lord, where they'll reach out to another woman? It doesn't even have to be this mentoring program, but help them to recognize that they're not alone and that there's someone out there that is willing to come alongside them and put their arm around them, Lord, and just lift them. Would you open those doors for them, Lord? If they want to join us here uh, with our program, Lord, help them to step in that direction to just... Contact us here at the church. But above all else, Lord, be glorified in this ministry because it's really about you. It's about our relationship with one another, Lord, and the only way we can love one another is through the love of the Father.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: would you just open those doors, us? Would you just bless these women, help them to know that they're not alone, help us to love them, Father, to you, biblically and prayerfully, Lord, to do what needs to be done to further the kingdom. These are tough times, Father, and I know that there are moms out there who are worried about their children. There may even be women who are worried about their husband going off to war, Lord, I don't know what the circumstances are, but you do, and that's more than enough. So just move them, Father, to do what you would want them to do, to be where you would want them to be. Just bless their lives, Lord. Thank you so much for this ministry, and Lord, I give you the glory. This is not me. This all belongs to you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate just the time and the feedback and, and sharing your hearts about this program. And, and ladies who are listening will have all the links and the contact information, everything you need that if you are interested in this, it'll all be in the episode notes for you. I also just again want to thank you, Pat, for everything you've done, not just, not just with this mentoring program, uh, but being willing to share your own story and really be vulnerable in that way and put yourself out there because so many women came and listened to you and realized that you understood them mm-hmm. and that you could speak into their lives maybe in a way that somebody else couldn't. And I think that is so, so precious to watch God redeem a story and then use it to just redeem other, other stories. <laughs> There's nothing more beautiful. Yeah, and that would be
1: the final thing I would say. If you think that you're alone out there or you've done something that's so terrible you could never never share with another woman, listen to my story, and let it speak to your heart.
0: Absolutely. So thank you, Pat, and thank you, ladies. Thank you for taking that step of faith and in getting involved in this relationship, and we just speak a blessing over you that you can then in turn, whether it's tomorrow or 10 years from now, pour that back into another woman that God brings into your life. And ladies, thank you so much for listening to this special mentoring episode of the Story Night podcast. And we hope you were blessed and encouraged and inspired to get involved in a mentoring relationship and that you join us next time for our next story. Good night, y'all. The Story Night Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Mac. For more women's stories, visit calvarymac.com/women.